Hello. Hello. <laughs> Pastor is dancing and singing off off camera. Hello, everybody. How are you? Dance squish down. Who's what? Oh, did uh, they chop your head? It was. <laughs> I was trying to avoid decapitation. You know, as a little kid, I always <laughs> wanted to be the person in the box. And now that I'm the person in the box, like, there's a part of me that wants to pretend to little Barrett's out there that I'm, I'm trying to get out. Did you watch those TV shows <laughs> where it'd be the person on the other side of the camera or other side of the TV trying to get out? Did you ever see those? They were like cartoons and stuff of them. You know what? It doesn't matter. <laughs> Paul's wife has not seen Ferris Bueller. That doesn't matter. No, she hasn't. She hasn't. <laughs> How's That's your Wednesday? Change, what y'all doing? Who's watching? <coughs> Comment in the video so we know who's there. Prilla's watching. Prilla's watching. Marky. Marky Mark. Barrett, you're watching. I am. I'm watching. I'm there. I'm watching. Watching me, watching you, watching me, watching you. <laughs> What's great is I do Truth Talk with Abby and Marky on Fridays, and awkward silences are Marky's least favorite things that happen. <laughs> So, like, when there'll just be a lull, and it doesn't pick it up. <laughs> she loves them. <laughs> Who is watching? Marky says, hola. Did you say hola because Jose's going to hop on? Is that why? <laughs> well... If you are on right now, share the broadcast. For every uh, person who shares the broadcast, you are put into a drawing to win a $25 gift card. I have a winner from last week's drawing, but we've got to get up to 15 shares today before I tell you who won. So share the broadcast. Somebody in your life needs what is about to be imparted to them. So share it. We're also going to play a game. Paul and I were debating this challenge earlier. Because we don't think it's going to be hard. Yeah, I feel like I can crush this challenge. Like, I don't think it's going to be difficult. But I said that last week with the Warhead Challenge, and I was wrong. We did that on Truth Talk. So we're going to tell them the challenge, or we're going to make them wait? I think we're going to tell them. Okay. So, go. I've talked a lot already. So, apparently, it's extremely hard to eat six saltine crackers in a minute with no fluids. I don't feel like that's hard. I feel like I can crush this. Paul and I were discussing this. This was our childhood. Saltine crackers. With peanut butter, which is another one that's supposedly hard to do. Yeah. Like, it, it's not. I think I can do this. This this was my life for so long. So we're going to do, we're supposed to do six. But it I, was originally five. I already upped it one. See, I feel like I can, I can, I can go way above and beyond. Paul wants to, like, already up it to, like, 12 saltines. See, like, I that's think, where he's at. I think we should we should let let the people people. How many saltine crackers do you think that we can eat in one minute without drinking water? Give hmm. us an. A, a, you eat got to means chew and swallow. and swallow it. Get it down. Get it down. The the theory is that it dries out. Hey Beck, hi Pastor Nicole. The theory is that Marky saltine. Marky said twenty. I feel like you could do 20. I mean, I might. I might. The theory is that saltines dry out your mouth. So without water, it's difficult to get it down. But I don't know. I, I feel like... Prilla doesn't have the faith. Prilla says she thinks only four. Look. I think, I think it's going to be cake. Beck says 10. Y'all are going to have to hang in there. That's what I said. I think I can do at least 10. Like, I feel like Possibly 10 is a decent 12. number. 
Y'all are going to have to hang in there and hang out till the end of the broadcast to watch us do this. But in the meantime, share the broadcast so that I can let you know who won last week's contest. And then you can be put in this week's contest. And each week we do a drawing as you share it. Make sure you hop back on ne next week to find out if you won. And the gift cards have been a blessing. I've been enjoying hearing back from people that they're excited card, about them. And if you win a gift card, send us pictures of you send using us your gift card. pictures. Pictures, pictures, pictures. I'm going to do a great big compilation of some of the pictures I've gotten. I've gotten a pictures collage. from a collage, if you will. <laughs> uh, I got pictures of Priscilla getting gas with her gift card and... Pardon? <laughs> you know, to anybody who... I was, I was doing it a few minutes ago, so, you know, it's, it's, on, it's on topic. Pastor said Gesundheit. Because I said, <laughs> <laughs> Earlier, I don't, I don't need to share that. It's cool. Um, <laughs> oh, goodness. How many shares are we up to? Have you had a good week? Tell me something awesome that has happened to you so far today. I want to hear about something good. Something good. Here in North Carolina, North we're Carolina. finally getting some rain. Oh, someone locked the door. There's Jade a, is here. There's a guest appearance. She's here to be a studio Hey, if you want to see member, Jade turn really red. <laughs> then ask her about the test that she took yesterday. Oh, yes. yes. Jade! <laughs> She's waving. You can't see her. Jade, come here. She's so cute. Don't stick your head in front of the camera, though. For those of you who are longtime viewers, <laughs> Jade is Paul's wife, and she was on a broadcast that we did a couple months ago where and that's her my back husband of her head. was uh, <laughs> on, and Paul's wife, Jade, was on, and you just saw the back of her head, and it's ridiculous. And <laughs> Hello. <laughs> that's not, that was Mrs. Delphire. Hello. Deb does that. That's what Deb does when she says it that way. Hello. Hello. <laughs> Was that it? Apparently so. She's here to watch. <laughs> <laughs> There's a question for Jade. I just saw her run. My, my computer's on delay, so I just saw her run in front Jade, of me. Hey, KB's watching. How many saltine again. crackers do you think is a reasonable amount to eat? Like, do you. 10? Jade thinks that we can do 10 Jade, crackers. would you like to explain to everybody about your, your test situation last night? Oh, I want to hear it. I think you should. Come on, come back. I think the people, the people want to hear this. <laughs> so. You're not red. Oh, you're good. <laughs> it's coming. <laughs> the shirt is eating up the red. So. It just makes you match. Why don't you tell it? You no, go enjoy ahead. telling it's it. It's fun so watching you tell more. it, though, because as you talk, your, your face kind of gets brighter. <laughs> we had a test yesterday that Miss Deb, I think, created. It wasn't me. Using Excel. <laughs> and when you print papers that lap over from one page to the next in Excel, it gives it a border. So I was putting the books of the Bible in order. This New Testament, much shorter. And I knew it. <laughs> From my point of view, there was a block on the front, and the remainder was on the back. And <laughs> so everyone else is taking their test, and just da -da 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 -da, and I'm like, mine's wrong. <laughs> like, do I have a different test? All of y'all's isn't 
Why is mine wrong? I've got a group here. (laughs) 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 This is not the order. So after they had all finished and I knew they had turned their papers in, I announced, what's going on with my test? (laughs) Look at this page. Look at this page. This isn't right. So to make a long story short, it carried over onto the next page. It lapped. The things on the second page could be on the front page. And vice versa, the things on the front were able to be on the back. And, and Barrett and Deb didn't tell me that. They just handed it to me and walked away. I didn't know. I didn't look at it. <laughs> I just distributed it. She didn't know. It's didn't. not her fault. <laughs> <laughs> I will tell you, while it was extremely funny, it was also probably part Jesus that allowed it to happen because I taught the class yesterday. Like, I wasn't just in there. I taught it, taught it, and I had nerves. <laughs> so Jade doing it made me laugh a whole lot. I'm like, this is great. And put me right at ease. I was good to go. <laughs> My embarrassment. No, no, no. Yeah, it wasn't you. embarrassment. No. <laughs> it was, it, you never have those moments. Like, I never see you have those moments. Oh, so. <laughs> they happen a lot. I'll be on Jade's side. I've never seen her have one. It doesn't one. happen often. Our power went out one time during the winter. And Jay was like, it'll be okay. We can plug up the electric heater downstairs and, and snuggle up and stay warm. And I had to explain that if the power was out, how are now we going to plug, plug up an electric heater? Now she's red. And then it you took, it, it still took a few minutes. And then it was, power. oh. Some people do. <laughs> Love you. Love she's gonna make, that is not a steam in your pasture. <laughs> that was a great one, right? That was just under the radar and just real sly. That, is, that was a good way to start the broadcast. Yeah, I know. Pastor Nicole thinks that we can do 13 saltine crackers. 13. Okay. Go, go, go. Hey, so Whoa. if you're watching on YouTube, I think we can see your comments uh, now. So, hey, hey. Yeah, I think so. Up there? No, I'm, I'm right here. Okay, look, I didn't mean on the TV. I meant back where the AV equipment is. What, Pastor Brian knew what I meant. You just sit okay, there. Okay, so and last night I said Jade couldn't hang out no, with no, Becca no, no. and Marky Bar, so no, now no, we're no. going to throw Barrett into the mix. Y'all no, have to no. be supervised. Mine is a le- mine was a legitimate question. No, no. But as you asked the question, you you looked at the monitor. I but I pointed toward the sound area. It's in the same I'm venue. I'm in it there. <laughs> what? Jade, you're in good, we're in good company. It's fine. You and I can hang out. Jade and I have said often that when we go on double dates, our families, that Jade and I will take our own date, and Paul and George can have their own date, and then we'll meet for meals. So I'm looking to see. Okay, we're at six shares. I'm not telling you who won until we hit 15. So let's share this broadcast. I can see clearly now. Hallelujah. The range is still here. It's still here. I'm wondering if I could do that. That's really cool. It is cool. Okay, so while you are sharing the broadcast, vote on how many crackers, saltine crackers, you think we can eat in a minute without water. And so far, 10. I think 20 might be kind of hard in a minute. 10's the one that's been the most, 10 and 13. Marky said 20, but I feel like she just wants to see the crumbs like fly out of her mouth like the cookie monster. Marky, so I don't know if that's valid. That's not nice. I don't know if it's a legitimate request. <laughs> it's ridiculous, Marky. Eating, yeah, so 
Billy, uh, Billy, we're talking about how many saltine crackers can you eat in a minute? So yeah, you can totally shove like three crackers in your mouth and eat them at the same time. Not like 20 crackers all at the same time. You just, the quantity in a minute, not how 10 crackers. crackers would be like. Although I saw you shove a massive like cheeseburger in your mouth this weekend. I like it was a chicken sandwich. Okay, that, but it was still huge. I like how it, you know, if somebody was just coming on and they're listening to the broadcast and <laughs> they don't know us, <laughs> they don't know us, we're like, here's what we're going to do. We're going to shove things in our mouth. We're going to shove twin and saltine it's crackers. And going to be awesome. The so, people who just hopped on to yeah. find out if they need to go to church. We're, <laughs> right. we're, we're, not, we're not crazy. <laughs> we like having fun because Jesus likes having fun. Amen. Hey, Jay just finally got on. Good job, Jay. Pastor Nicole Jade says, bless your heart. You're so pretty. Ha, 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 I love you. <laughs> oh, Billy goodness. Joe says 14. Billy Joe. Billy Joe. Billy Joe. And here we go. Here we go again. And here we go again. Here All right, so what are we talking about today? Have you said that yet? I have. Say it again. We are talking about do we need church? Yes. <laughs> That's broadcasting for hopping on. Good to see you. <laughs> and so cut. now time for saltines. <laughs> and cut. Priscilla said, I recall my previous answer of four crackers and I raise it to six and a half to eight crackers in one minute. Priscilla is being conservative. She's low-balling, so that way, if we don't hit the mark. <laughs> the price, the is, price right. is right. One dollar. One dollar. That's funny. Now, we are talking today about do we need church? Yes. Church is important. I liked your answer. <laughs> Get let's quick let's on go that with that one. Let's go be quick on that one. I'm looking to see do we need church? Well, why are we going to talk about that? And have how many people have shared it? Are Nine. We, have we given away? We're uh, waiting for 15, unless say, you'd like hey, to amend that. If you're online, either Facebook, YouTube, whatever, say hello real quick. Yeah. Say hello so we can say hello back. Miss Mary Gonzalez is watching. Becca Beard is on watching. Woo Jade said, hola. Hello. She's copying Marky. Bello. Bello. Abby. Hello, Abby. Hello, Abby. Hello, Good Abby. Good to have you on the broadcast. Hello. It's good to see you seeing us seeing you. Mary <laughs> Gonzalez, hello. I just saw something that you had. A birthday. She had a birthday? Oh, happy birthday. I saw something. I think Ms. Jason posted Becca, something. Hello, my new Facebook friend. Beck. Rebecca. Jose. <laughs> Dina Collins, Hello. <laughs> Dina. I want you to always Jose. say his name. <laughs> Hello, real quick. Jose. Oh. Jade uh -huh. Stalins. Aloha. Jade. Go ahead, Jay. Keep going. What's the next one? Your thing. <laughs> <laughs> Why don't y'all move right there Jade. or that way in case you do stand up? Jade. We won't get a rerun of <laughs> the back of your head. The back <laughs> of your head. <laughs> I wish y'all could have seen that. It was like this. <laughs> and Jade's not even on camera. She's red already again. Oh, that was awesome. That was the greatest. And it goes again. <laughs> oh, man. I tried to get it, guys. She went too quickly. And my camera went too slowly. It was a mix of both. 
Okay, I'm gonna check once more to see where we're at share-wise. We have 11 shares a second ago. Hold up, hold up, hold up, hold up. 12 hold up, shares now. Uh -oh. Three more. Oh my Three goodness. More. We're going Three to 15. More. Yep. We're up in the ante this week. Oh, we're up in the ante. Up in the ante. Nobody has commented from YouTube yet. YouTube. What in the world? Marky Eleanor. She commented to Jose, Jose, why didn't you say hola? Is saying hello fun for you like saying hola is for me? Because Jose is from Colombia. Marky, <laughs> Eleanor, Dottie, Dumpy. <laughs> he said we will never know. Mary said she turned 50. Happy birthday. May this be your best year yet. Amen. Amen. Let's see. What is that? Quarenta, cincuenta, cincuenta. Is that right? Is that 50 in Spanish? What's 50 in Spanish? Cuarenta, mm. cincuenta, sesenta, setenta? Sequenta. Should we ask Jose? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. One more shares needed. We're at 14. One 14. more. <coughs> One more. One more and the mystery is Mary revealed. Mary said amen. Amen. Oh. I got so much technology going up here. Cincuenta. I was, hey, hey, hey. I was pretty close. song. Oh, 14 shares. Uno mas. How about that? <laughs> Uno mas. Take that. Don't ask me where I learned it. <laughs> hey, he responded on YouTube. Who did? Showing support on YouTube. Jose. Jose. My friend Jose. <laughs> Ain't that right? <laughs> oh. That is one of my new favorite things. Okay, we just need one more. Uh, one more share. On, one guys. more. One more. One more. Uno mas. Boom. Hey, look. I posted over in YouTube. Whoa. From here. Whoa. Boy, you think about that. Internet translation. Man, we got some technology Whoa. happening now. Watch out, y'all. Watch out. All right, so as we're waiting on the one more so we can tell everybody. We got it. Want, we got Boom. it. Got okay. it. Okay, and the winner from this week's $25 gift card drawing is... Yes. Johnny Shaver! Hey, Johnny! Johnny. <laughs> Glory to God. Awesome. Glory to God. Johnny is a very good cook. Yeah. Just throwing it out there for everybody. 15 chairs. <sighs> Nicole got it. The so, suspense. Jose has these cool little uh, happy, fan, happy faces from YouTube. Look at that. <laughs> Those are the Android ones. That's too. the Android face. George, oh, George's yeah. will pop up there, and That's on Facebook funny. it'll pop up that I way too. I like the smiley faces, Jose. He's my friend. Jose, just, just your friend? That's yeah, good. Yeah, he's my friend. <laughs> That's good. That's good. I don't hear nobody. <laughs> Have they seen that yet? I this is my so. this T-shirt is my tribute to Teddy. See. He said, that's good. Mm -hmm. I don't hear nobody. <laughs> one of my favorite moments from it, you know, I don't need to tell the story. It's, your t-shirt reminds me of one of my favorite moments of when Teddy was preaching. It's oh, good. It's good, yeah. It's good. He still that is tells true, Rebecca. That story. He told it not too <laughs> Johnny long. is also a really cool military person, according to Marky. A cool military person. <laughs> I love Marky. I ran my mic. I was, Nicole said I was dropping out last week, so I ran my mic cable different, but now it's like, Sticking up here, so I don't like it. I like your watch cables. band, though. I don't like it. I was, you know, I figured if I was wearing all black over here, I'd brighten up somehow. So. Party on your wrist. Yeah, y'all look, y'all look like you dressed up, look pretty nice, button up shirt. This nice is a clearance shirt. Nice. I, I, think I know, clearance. but it looks good. But 
Nice sweater. I'm like, it finally dried out. I was, it was soaking wet. Johnny Cash over here. Because you know, the rain. Man in black. So we are talking today about do we need church? Yes. Do we need church? Yes. And there you go. And while this should not be, you know, I was sending a list of topic ideas to Paul. And while this should not be a controversial topic, this totally has become a controversial topic because people um, don't believe it's necessary. And it is vital to our lives as Christians to be in church and be planted. But if you don't understand why, it's easy to just grab a hold of, nah, it's not for me. That church thing, it's not for me. I, yeah. I'm spiritual, but church itself isn't for me. I don't need church to have a relationship with God. Yep. Yep. And then the Which convenience of, I can sit on my couch and watch church too. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, I mean, that's good. You can, but it's really important to be at the church. Yeah. Well, there's a, uh, <laughs> to be at. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the things, I, mean, I like this topic, and y'all know I can talk about this topic for a long time, for hours, because I have watched it ruin people's lives because they fell for that deception. And um, because it is very, very important that people are a part of a church, they are committed to a church, they're submitted to a church and leadership, <coughs> we'll talk about some of those things today. But we've literally, over the years, I don't want to see people hurt. And I've seen people hurt because of it. And uh, one question that's very important, when Jesus is talking about church, or the Holy Spirit is talking about in Ephesians, Jesus is the Word. When he's talking about it in Ephesians, he says this. He says, if you're in church, every joint's supplying. Mm -hmm. So if you're sitting at home watching TV, you know, what are you supplying to, Mm -hmm. you know, the nature, okay, maybe you can send in an offering and that supplies in some form or fashion. But that's not really what it's talking about. He's yeah. talking about supplying the spiritual uh, makeup of that body. Yeah. And uh, if you're, you know, having church, my brother, Connie, Again. What, what is this, dude? <laughs> it really <laughs> and, is like four weeks in a row. I know. I know. <laughs> and um, so if you're sitting out, you know, in a deer stand, uh, communicating with God, that's awesome. And yes, you can have yeah. relationship, but are you fully supplying to the body of Christ? You know, some people think that, well, this is my church, you know, mm-hmm. out in the woods and out in nature and stuff like that. And that's great. You actually should be living that every day. But on the day that church gathers, mm-hmm. then you gather with it because you have something to bring. Mm-hmm. And if you don't think that you have something to bring, then talk uh, to the folks. I think it's Acts 16 yeah. where you know Paul and Silas are praising in the jail and their praise that they brought <laughs> set everybody free. You know, yeah. broke the chains off of the people around them. Yeah. Uh, we have a corporate thing to bring. And you don't receive. See, the thing about uh, being in a church is it brings instant accountability. And that's what generally people don't like. And I get that. But that's we've got to not to respond that way yeah. but um it's we're being disobedient and here's the thing yes you can have fellowship with god without ever going to church but that fellowship according to the bible will never be full and yeah. we are leaving things on the table which yeah. is against his way of doing things so yeah. well pastor tracy talks about how there's an anointing hey, on the corporate body <laughs> steven said that's good <laughs> it's good i don't hear nobody 
there's an anointing that comes when the body itself is assembled together. Like there's a different sort of blessing that's released. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, the word talks about how in unity, the blessing is commanded. You can't be unified if you're sitting in your house and I'm sitting in my house and Paul's sitting in Waffle House. Like you've got to be together. Well, I got to be in Waffle House. Because you know you would go with Jade. <laughs> I would. You would. <laughs> would Jade go with you? Smothered and covered. Oh, that's her well, restaurant. Waffle House is your restaurant? <laughs> Apparently so. Wow, did you she see that it. face? She, well, she I'm does. with you because I like Waffle House. <laughs> and since Paul left your lunch at home, you probably could. Yes. It's, it's funny how easily we got off of the topic of church and went to Waffle House. But, but many people do that every week, and that's why we're talking about this. And yeah. we could be there bringing them to the church. One, but one of the things that, you know, just in thinking on it and meditating on this topic, the verse that kept coming back, and there's tons of them, yeah. but it says in Hebrews uh, chapter 10, don't forsake our own assembling together. Yeah. Don't forsake it. Don't put it to the back burner. Don't ignore it. And he literally says, as is the habit of some, like yeah. he knows some people don't mm -hmm. esteem it. They yeah. ignore it. But encouraging one another and all the more as you see the day drawing near. Well, we're in the yeah. last of the last days, the last minutes of the yeah. last days. And as that time is coming, you know, there are there's things that happen corporately like we've talked about it some there's um, been attacks that we've seen here at Boomerang and one of the first things that the enemy will do is try to silo people off, make them feel like they're isolated and alone, yeah. and I'm going through this together or by myself. But when we all come into a body, we hear a word being preached that's life-changing, and we communicate and serve each other, all of a sudden I know, wait a second, it's not just me. That's right. Paul's experiencing something. Pastor's experiencing something. Jade's There's more going on than mm -hmm. it's just me. Yeah. And truth comes out. That you've got to be together to encourage in that way and yeah. you can't do that without a body mm -hmm. yeah. and not just a body your body that you're called to that's right not the buffet of churches yeah we need each other and like for instance just a couple of weeks ago uh, we were meeting here for corporate prayer and it was our corporate prayer time we're meeting every weekday from 6 a.m. to 7 a.m. and then again each weekday besides Wednesday from noon to one mm -hmm. and we're sitting here in the morning at the 6 a.m. hour and the Lord highlights this thing to me and I mean it, it stuck out to me the Lord said this week supernatural <coughs> protection well part of the reason that stuck out to me was the week before while I was on the platform uh, the Lord says this week supernatural debt cancellation well yeah. that week a family in the church receives $3,500 of debt. They said, we're, we're wiping this from your record. You don't yeah. have to pay mm -hmm. it. And we had just had the word a week before. So this next week, when God said to me, I dropped it in my spirit, this week, supernatural protection, yeah. which is a part of our salvation, but it also flows as a part of the covering of a body that you're yeah. submitted to. We talked uh, the other day, too, that authority operates under a covering. Yeah. The centurion understood this, which is why Jesus said, man, this guy's got mm -hmm. great faith. But he understood how authority flowed. Yep. And you've got to be connected to have authority to flow in its proper form. Yeah. And so then, uh, so I'm sitting there and I say, supernatural protection. This week we pray it out. 
And I forgot about it. Well, then that Sunday, uh, the lady that, that comes to church, she's new at church. She, doesn't, she hasn't learned all of this stuff, all of these items and details about the spirit, the goodness, and all the promises. She hasn't, she's just been attending and not forsaking. Her flesh, she's even said, my, I didn't want to go one day, but she said, I'm going. She's coming she's down. She's so good. She has, yeah. And uh, so she's coming down the highway. There's barriers, concrete barriers, where they're working on the highway. Uh, right in front of her is a tractor trailer truck. The tire blows, fire, everything. It's coming straight at the windshield. And right at, before it gets to the windshield, she said, it's like a hand lifted it up but six inches to a foot and took it over the van. It was like it, it, it's like you could see it literally move and go over. And her kids are like, are we alive? Yeah. Because they thought they were all, yeah. it was done, you yeah. know. And it was supernatural protection. Why was that there? Because she didn't forsake the assembly. So. Mm -hmm. Well, one thing I was thinking of on this morning, too, whenever I was reading and just kind of going through everything, you know, even back in the Old Testament with the tabernacle, it was set in the center of the camp. Yeah. It was set in the center of the camp for a reason because it was shown as like a sign. It was an important. Yeah. Yes. Why was it centralized? So it was easy access yes. for everybody to get to. Yep. Even in, then you go into the New Testament, the temple was centered in the center of Israel. Why? It shows the importance of that meeting place yes. to gather there. The heart of God is centralized in us. This is this is where That's good, the, church is, the church is, the church is, it was given nobody. a, it was given a commission to go out. Well, if you're going to, if you're commissioned to go out, that means you have to be centralized. Right. That means you have to come together, receive what you're supposed to receive, right. the gifts that are acquired by coming and shown to you by your pastors yeah. and brought yeah. up so then you can go out. Yeah. So that whenever I was sitting this morning, I was reading, I was just kind of thinking, I was like, man, that's, that's good. That's yeah. a really important thing that sometimes we don't never, when we think of church, we always go to the New Testament because, you know, that's where the church was really first established in Acts. But when you go back and you look at it from <clears throat> Old Testament and the tabernacle with the praise and worship centered around it, it was always the central central location yeah. for everybody to meet. Yeah. It was put in that that thing and I was just like, wow, that's that's really so no matter where you want to go. This is the center oh, of our life. It's, yeah. This is where you come to 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 build yourself up to that receive. Was, and y'all heard y'all heard me tell this story, but I had a friend uh, who was a pastor, and uh, I believe he was from Korea, I believe. And I said, "Look, let me ask you a question." I said, "You know, you hear that the Bible is an Eastern book. You you hear about it being a religion that's got Eastern roots." I said, "When I say Eastern versus Western." What does that mean to you? Like, I, I grew up in a Western culture, a Western society. What does that mean to you? And one of the first things he said was, he said, we view everything through the lens of God. Yeah. Everything we do. He said, a Western culture, he said, like, if you had a pie of your life, and over here you had social, and here you had work, mm -hmm. and here you had play. Right. He, he said, they view those slices individual of each other. Like he said that Yeah, but he said, that's not, he said, we see the life as a, as a pie, so to speak, yeah. but we look at the whole life. Everything goes through the eye of God yeah. and goes through that. So in other words, what you're saying is, 
you know, the communication, God made it where the body coming together was essential and it was a part yeah. of him for yeah. us to be operating in this together. And I know y'all are seeing as y'all been diligent and you've planted yourself, you've watched as the mm -hmm. Lord has just lifted you to new places. And there's people that are, well, I, I don't need, you know, church to have a relationship with God. It, that's true. You can have a relationship without but they're missing what you guys have found in that way. And they'll never, it'll never be to the full. It'll never be uh, everything that God wants it to be. And that, I mean, that hurts my heart. So. Yeah. It's like kind of like what we were heart. talking about last night. And in the class, one of the things that you were talking about was, you know, you receive that vision. Mm -hmm. Well, if you're outside of the church, you can, you can see the vision of it. But if you're not there taking part of the vision, that vision is really not part of you. Yeah. So then you're walking blindly. Yeah. You're not, you're not being able to be led and kind of shown those areas that the roots sticking out of the ground that can yeah. trip you up. So then you kind of miss it. You're walking blind pretty, pretty yeah. much. You're instead of once you've got one set of eyes that may not be fully opened to where when you're inside the church and you have a pastor who's standing over, yeah. over you and can give you the insight of the things that lays ahead. So now you're not just looking with tunnel vision. You've got a congregation of family around you. Like, like during corporate prayer, we see things. Like you had a thing the other day that you seen with Scarlett. Mm -hmm. You come together, and now the vision, instead of being tunnel vision with one person, now it's a broad yes. horizon yeah. that can see the traps that are lay ahead, what you might see for me, and I might get something out of prayer that helps this person. And that's what the gathering of the saints is, to build each other up, to help take us to another level. Save that for real, just a second, but with every joint supplying, you have a supply I need. Yeah. I, I'm the pastor, but you have a supply I yeah. need. You have a supply mm -hmm. I need. Yep. You have giftings and callings I don't have, and I need those giftings and callings yeah. in my life. And if we, you know, we're having a relationship with God, but we're not supplying mm -hmm. to the body, are we actually a part of the body? No. You know, no, we're not. So, well, on on that, I have something else. But on that, one of the things that came out in class is our gifts will be complementary. Mm -hmm. So yeah. they'll they'll work for each other. But if you are, let's say that you are in church, but it's not your church, your gift won't be utilized mm -hmm. the way that it's designed to be utilized in your body. Like yeah. they may tap it, and you may be using it some. Yeah. But who you're called to be has everything to do with the house and the soil that he's planted you to be in. And well, if you're not yeah. there, then you know, it's going to be different. Every successful organization knows that if you get the, the group of people to start flowing together yeah. as one, mm -hmm. it will be powerful and successful. Yeah. When they operate as a family, yeah. how can they operate in that level without knowing each other? Right. Uh, the other day we had a pastor's prayer group here. We've been meeting for somewhere like six or seven years and praying together each month, right? We recognize we have something that's special here that most people don't. And one of the pastors was telling a story about meeting a pastor they had not really met before. And uh, he said, look, I know Brian Wright. I know, I know Paul Jenkins. I know Daryl Medley. I know these pastors here in town. I know Bill Baldwin. But I don't know you. 
you know. And so what he was saying is, we know each other, we know how we flow because we've hung out with mm -hmm. each other. We've, we've made it a purpose. Yeah. We've purposed ourselves. We've been intentional to be a part of the body and supply to one another. And yeah. that gives us relationship that we can build with and go, <coughs> you know, be strong with. So. Yeah. Well, and, you know, I, I was sitting here thinking, Paul brought a, a friend to, <laughs> what, Stephen? <laughs> I haven't even seen who it is, but typically that's a Stephen Hulbert comment. Stephen said, I'm an online member at 147 churches in 17 different countries. It does get a little confusing sometimes. Stephen. Where's my Parmesan cheese, Stephen? Boom. Just saying. Man. Michaela would have sent it to me already. Anyway. Take that, Stephen. Dude. I'm excited to see you soon. Legitimately, you and Michaela. Um, anyway, so Paul bought, yeah. brought, yeah. <laughs> bought, really it's Michaela. You brought a friend uh, to church recently, and the comment that his friend was making while talking to Paul was, why don't we see the book of Acts happen? Yeah. You know, why, why don't we see the church doing this? And it's because in today's society, we've picked and we've chosen what mm -hmm. pieces of church we want to do and want to have. So I may come to church and physically be here, but I'm not necessarily utilizing my pastor. Yeah. Or I may be a part, but I'm not being plugged into yeah. the body. Yeah. You can't, like Paul and Jade and George and I can all be at Paul's house and we're together mm -hmm. and the presence of God is there because we're two or more gathered. He's there in the midst, but a vital part of church is the gift. Yeah. It's the yeah. pastor, it's the shepherd. So we can't just have church by ourselves in the Stallings house with the yeah. Stalling and the Nower party. We need you and you can't be a pastor without us. Like yeah. <laughs> you'll yeah. just shepherd yourself. Like <laughs> no move here. No, <laughs> I think it kind of goes like what you were saying. Like you could, you could be, that's attending the church, but maybe not be the church you're supposed to be planted. And a lot of times yeah. we just show up yeah. at a church. People yeah. will just show up at a church and they don't really, this one. they don't <laughs> seek to see what church he wants them to go. So right. when you do that, and it's not saying that you won't get fed there and you can't grow, you can, but it'd be like, okay, for example, like Michael Jordan was it? he's the goat in, in the NBA, right? He's the goat. Well, he the also, he stepped out of basketball for a short period and tried greatest to go. Greatest of all, of all time for all those who are not hip. <laughs> I, I wasn't. I had to Google greatest it. Greatest so of all time. He stepped out of basketball for a little bit and decided he was going to go into baseball. Well, he had a career in baseball, but was it as good as it was in basketball? No, no because nope. his skill set was given to basketball right. and not baseball. Right. So, yes, he... He prospered in it. He had a career there, but was it the career that took him to another level? No, right. it wasn't because his skill set was given over here and he tried to use it over here and it just didn't work the same. So then when he came back to basketball, he picked up right exactly where he left off and was still one of the top. And that's sometimes when we don't seek the leading of where we're supposed to be planted, that's kind of how it happens. We can go to a church and we yeah. can have growth, but it's not to the potential that we really should be if we seek him first on where to go. Well, think about it. When you first got a job, like as a high schooler, you didn't know what you were doing or where to go or where to apply. So you started off on those jobs that you don't necessarily want to be at. But as you became an adult and you realized, no, I have a skill set. I have a direction. I have a vision. I'm going to apply here and work here. I'd way rather work at the job I'm called to yeah. than the job that's just filling up dead mm -hmm. time. You know, one of those is where you're supposed to be. The other one, you got probably because you didn't know any better to how to how to get a different job. Mm -hmm. 
You know, like Abby's not just wasting her time right now at McDonald's. She's wait, not that you waste your time at McDonald's, but for her, that's not where she's called to be. So right. she's waiting for the Lord to show her what she's supposed to be doing. You don't mm-hmm. just go to every church in the book and receive yeah. every different impartation under the sun. You go to where you're called. I got like seven scriptures that I could literally take two hours on over, you know, and just talk about. But the main one is 1 Corinthians 12, 18 that says... God has placed the members in the body. Mm-hmm. First Corinthians twelve eighteen. God had God has placed, not me. Yeah. I haven't placed myself. I have been obedient to His placement. I didn't shop yeah. the, the bodies, the the churches to go find it. Yeah. I was placed. I didn't even want to call it Boomerang Church. Yeah, true. <laughs> you know, a lot. Of, I know. I didn't want to call it. I was like talking to God, saying, "Hey, I don't, I don't know that I like this name." <laughs> I mean, and it was my it was my vision, you know, it was a vision he gave me in that way. But it it wasn't yeah. my I didn't want to start a church. Yeah. I, that was not my plan. It wasn't my plan, that wasn't my name. But that God places the members hear this in the body. Yeah. And and he says this, each one of them. So if you are in what's the body of Christ, he has placed you somewhere and it's not by yourself. That's actually yeah. a tactic of the enemy, and you have to recognize who's, talk, who's doing the talking. Yeah. You brought up a great point. Many people are in a church, but it's the church that all their family grew up in, but God never placed them there, but they made assumptions that they might be in the wrong church, or, or they go and shop a church, they get in the wrong place. Church that's not alive, church that doesn't have fruit. We talked last night about fruit. Look, you need to be seeing souls saved. You need to be seeing disciples made. You need to be seeing people healed, delivered, set free, demons cast out, the fruit of the Spirit growing. You need to see spiritual maturity that they actually know how to operate in spiritual things. This is the fruit of believers, Mm -hmm. right? Uh, You need to see it. He even says fruit of believers in Mark 16 is speaking in other tongues. You need to be in a church that's doing that, you know. This is where God's going to place you. Yeah, this is where God's going to place you. Is yeah. that? And if you haven't received your placement, you're being disobedient in that way. And if you're disobedient, you're not going to be walking in the fullness of what he has for you. Yeah. Yeah. And that's the main point. But what you brought up was good too is because you can be in a church but not really there. Yep. In other words, you're in the right place. Yeah. You're in the place where he wants you to play, be placed, but your heart is hardened. And I, we've had this over the years. I've been that guy. I've been in the right place, and I wasn't receiving a thing. Yeah. And it was me. Yep. It wasn't the place. It wasn't the preacher. It was me. It was my heart was completely off, and I wasn't receiving. And I was getting mad at the preacher. Yeah. And the Lord said, well, if you're, if you're so basically so holy, then at least you could do is pray for people. I started praying in the spirit during the services. But like two weeks later, I'm like, man, this preacher's got revelation falling out of his mouth. Who, what happened? And God said, he didn't change. I was like, oh. Oops. <laughs> oh, so that was me. <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, so anyway, uh, another, another one is in Ephesians 4 where it talks about the church. It says, he ascended on high, he gave gifts to men, mm-hmm. and he gave apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, teachers. And then he said he gave these gifts to raise up the body of Christ, which shows us that if we are not placed in a church, in a body, by God's own words, you cannot grow yeah. to the fullness. 
You, you sit at home, watch all the YouTube videos you want to, but you've got to get yourself in the body and, yeah. and submit yourself in that way and commit. So there's, go ahead. I have a sensing that we're going to have a part two of this. Well, we could. We, we could. <laughs> One thing that as you're talking, um, we were talking in class last night about your giftings. And you said it earlier, God has gifted each of us uniquely. And yeah. We complement each other, but your gift is not for you. Your yeah. gift is for other people. You're blessed to be a blessing. So yes. if you are not, um, if we are not in a body and utilizing the gifts for each other, then we're being bad stewards of what God's given us because my gift is for you and yeah. for you, and I should be freely giving it. It's yeah. not just for my pleasure or my family's benefit. It's for my body where yeah. I'm called to be to do the work of Christ. Yeah, that's right. Good. I was just going to say when, if you're cold, do you stand outside the house or do you come inside the house? Right. Okay, so if you're lacking and you need something, do you sit at home and look out, look at, right. the, look at the house on right. the TV or do you get up off your butt, go and walk through the door? Cause yeah. the house of God is the church of the living God yeah. where the pillar of, and First uh, Timothy three, where it says, conduct. Where he's talking about how you should conduct yourself in church, and he says, <clears throat> conducting himself in the household of God, which is the church of the living God, the pillar and support of the truth. Yeah. There. So, how important is it to open the door and step in and receive what you're looking for instead of just yeah. looking through the window? Yeah. He's wanting you to come in. He's given you the direction and he's given you the tools. He's given you the word and the empowerment to get off your butt and get where he's got the supply for you. Yeah. Well, what's the bridegroom that Christ is coming back for? That the he gave church. his life for. That he gave yeah. his life. The church. Yeah. It's not just me individually. It's the body. Yeah. And if I'm not esteeming his body, I'm not esteeming what he already deemed was worthy. Yeah. Yeah. And that's something. I mean, I, that one of the couple of deceptions is one. Uh, well, there's a bunch of hypocrites in church. I don't even like church people. I get that. I'm, I, I understand that. And, uh, and then you have, uh, you have that where it's like even if I don't like them, Christ said that I'm going to give myself for them, right? Mm -hmm. I love them. They're my bride. Yeah. I did this to establish the church yeah. Yeah. that would be the salt and light. He went through all that. So for me to say, well, I'm just not going to do it, then I'm saying I know more than Jesus did in that way, and that's, that's pride. You can't yeah. do it. But the other thing is this. If, if you, like what you were saying, well, some people have said, well, I'll go to church when I get my life right. That's like saying I'll go to the hospital when I get healed. <laughs> You know, it's, just check in. I'm yeah, good. Yeah, no, you gotta go there to get your life right. That's 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 what the Bible teaches. So you start to see these principles add up, and you can start to blow away some of the devil's deception that's holding people back from the promises of God. And that's where our heart is. And I get it if you don't like church and hypocrites, but that does not relieve us of the command to get ourselves mm -hmm. there and to be there. It's a part of his plan. We've been those hypocrites. Yeah. We've been those yeah. people. I've been that. Yeah, me. Yeah. I've, me. And yeah. the moment that I look at somebody, you know, I was, we did a leadership uh, conference this past weekend and in Pastor Bill Motley's class, he was teaching on leading big change. And yeah. something he said really hit me. Um, we need to, as a body, so as believers, we need to be um, harvest friendly. 
You know, yeah. you can't just say, well, I, I love the prostitutes. I love the drug dealers. But then the second they walk in the door, immediately expect that they're going to flip right. to be church people. Right. No, mm-hmm. be harvest friendly. Love yeah. them where they're at. They don't, some people may be hypocritical on purpose. Some people are growing. Yeah. I'm growing. I'm, my flesh is capable of missing it on my own. I don't. I need mercy, mm-hmm. yeah. just like they need mercy. And that's why being in your body and having a true shepherd that's a pastor that loves his sheep, yeah. it's everything. Because true shepherds, you care for the sheep. Yeah. You help clean them up. You help guide them and direct them. You're not there to bash them. You're there to gently mm-hmm. bring them to where yeah. they're going and yank them away from danger. Well, and you all seen this. And let's take about five minutes. And let's. Wrap. I don't want to have a part two, but let, let's wrap this up. And then we're going to eat. A boatload of crackers. All right, so, um, and see if we can get them down. <laughs> it's going to be fun for everybody. Everybody. That's not doing All right, so one of the things that y'all seen is both of y'all have come to me at times and said, you know, I got issues going on. I got stuff that's happening. And what you've received, you know, and the devil has been telling you in front of that, don't go to pastor. He's going to treat you different. He's not going to respond well. And when you actually have a pastor that's operating mm-hmm. in love, what do you find? Mercy, love, yeah, gentleness. Yeah, and, and, and it's like, oh, God. And most of the time you walk away going, I wish I would have done that sooner, you know. Yeah. And that's the way it's supposed to work. But people have a fear of that. And I, and I get that. I've had those same fears and have to, mm-hmm. I have to put them down now, you yeah. know. There's things that it's like, I don't want to go talk to Pastor Gene about this. Uh, but I can say, no, just a matter of fact, I've flagged it now so that when I have that thought, I'm like, oh, okay, right now. Yeah. Beep, 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 Pastor Gene, hey, let me tell you this about something. Why? Because I've learned that's a deception, mm-hmm. you know. And it's working to keep me away from the yeah. gift and the placement that's there to help benefit and grow me up, you yeah. know. So I want, I just want to point these out. Uh, nobody's posting stuff in the comments today. Put, some, put these scriptures up always. But uh, Luke 16.10 uh, says, He who is faithful in a very little thing is faithful also in much. And he who is in righteous in a very little thing is also in righteous in much. In other words, all right, here the context of this is money. But the principle covers a multitude of things. What about vision? Yeah. You know, if I'm not faithful in somebody else's vision, which go down two more scriptures, Luke 16, 12. If you have not been faithful in the use of that which is another's, yeah. who will give you that which is your own? Yep. Now, I've watched over the time as people have said, well, I have my ministry, my ministry, my ministry. And they go and they're working on their ministry, but they're not faithful to anybody else's vision. Mm-hmm. So if you're not faithful to somebody else's vision, God, by his own words, can't actually yeah. get you your own vision. Yep. And that's He can't do it. That's like so. with the business. When I first started the business, yeah. I was scared. And then I've told the story where he's, he told me clear as day in one service, how can you build your house if you're not willing to build my house? Yeah. Oh. And I was yeah. like, okay, I'll go get my checkbook. And yeah. then immediately I did that. What happened? Yeah. He started pouring the blessings That's in. That's right. Because you put his things first, his house, his church. That's right. His foundation before you put yours. Yeah. Well, and this, um, when we start to understand that, we're like, oh, okay. And I'm not too long ago, I was watching, I saw somebody who is called to their own ministry. But I know that they're planted in a church. And they're out there doing some work and some ministry, but they're labeling it as 
their own, right? Why not just do it for, give it, sow that time. You want to have a big ministry, sow into another one. I'm telling you, that is the way to do it. Sow yourself into somebody else's. Be willing to be, you know, never heard of in that way. And, uh, you know, it's just, it's this thing that's, we a lot of times in our culture in America is like no I got to be my own person I got I got to earn all this I got to work hard you just got to be obedient to the Lord and He will bless you He will lift up favor just like that when you said hey I'm gonna I'm planted in a place and I I've already given my tithe I'm giving my offering to mm-hmm. to sow and I'm gonna do it from the business. Yeah. When you did that that week mm-hmm. the favor of God was dumped out on your yeah. life. Exactly. That's God's way. It's it's. You can't get around it. That's his way. So. I remember when I came here, I, and I laugh now because I was dumb, but I thought when I came here that I was like ready to go. Like I thought I was ready for ministry and I was good to like. And, and how long ago was that? Six years. Six years. And Six what years have you learned since then? I was not ready. <laughs> I was not, not, I was not, but I thought I was, you know? Yeah. I knew that there was a desire in me to do the work of the Lord. To I, there was something there, but I I needed to give myself to the foundational time. Yeah. I needed to give myself to correction, to preaching. I needed yeah. to let faith rise up in me by being under the Word yeah. of God. I needed shepherds, and I still yeah. need them. It's not a past tense. No, you need I people. Need them. Yeah, it's it's an all the time thing, yeah. but. You're not, not everybody. It's the exception that's, you know, 18 years old and here's my worldwide ministry. Like yeah. there's time where God, there's seed time and harvest and ministers need to be a part of the body. Yeah. Just like helps ministry needs to be a part of the body. Everyone needs a shepherd. Everyone needs a home. Yeah. Everybody. I every just person. heard a successful minister in the last few days and he said, he said, look, one of the problems that people have is you know, their pastor doesn't have a pastor. Right. They need a pastor too. You know, it doesn't matter how big you are. You need the gifts in your life and you need to be planted in the body. Yeah. You know, and for them, it's a little bit different. Like I'm every Sunday, I'm here. I'm not at my pastor's church, but I keep in touch with them. I call when I've got things. I, even if I think I know it's God, I call anyway because there's a grace on his life yeah. for my life to be amplified when I humble and submit myself to him. And that way and you know when you're uh, go ahead and you still sow to him oh like you're yeah, still yeah. like you're not disconnected from his body no, like you're still no. sowing into it yeah 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 personally and corporately yeah, yeah it's a, so one of the things that I think is important is you just recently had some a lot of revelation happening you've been really seeing and and starting to move to another level that's been happening and I think in that revelation you've seen even more how far away you were six years ago and but yet you're doing more now than you ever have before but yet you probably at this point feel like you know the least that you've ever known right it's, i feel like luke and i are on the same page yeah but yet now because of submission over the last six years and placing yourself in the body that god called you're doing more than you ever have before yeah. and there's fruit coming out of it Amen. you see and that's the way that it works with us so one, you know, last two scriptures is Psalm ninety-two, thirteen, and um, and then also uh, John twelve, twenty-four. So Psalm ninety-two, thirteen says, "Planted in the house of the Lord, they will flourish in the courts of our God." 
-hmm. planted in the house of the Lord, they'll flourish in the courts of God. In other words, they'll have a legal right yeah. to flourish, but only if they're planted. Yep. Well, what does planted mean? You know, if you go over to John 12, 24, it says, Truly, truly, I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the earth and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it bears much fruit. Now, Jesus is prophesying about himself, but this is a spiritual principle here. He's saying, look, when you give of yourself and you plant yourself in the body of Christ, then I give up all of my ambition. Yes. Mm -hmm. I, even if it's for a good cause, yeah. I give it up. And, you know, if a seed is planted in a field, it falls under the vision of the farmer who's tasked with overseeing the field. Yeah. And God said, you're placed in the body. you got to be planted in the house of the Lord. And when we give ourselves, all right, look, Lord, the church's vision is my vision. When that becomes you, you will flourish in the courts of heaven. Yeah. But people, many times, they come in, they've, they've got my own ministry, they have all this kind of stuff, and they don't realize how much they're holding their own self back yeah. in that. And if you have a pastor who really cares and really knows what he's doing, then he's going to be sitting there going, I want you to rise up. I want you to be promoted. Both of y'all are seeing that now. Amen. You're seeing our heart for you to be who God mm -hmm. wants you to be. But it... It took a little bit, mm -hmm. but now all of a sudden <laughs> a little, a we're turning of. the corner and it's like, oh, 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 am I ready for this rocket mm -hmm. to take yeah. off? That's what's happening now. And so you're seeing this process and people are going to be like, where did they come from? They, here's where they came from. They came from a field that they planted themselves in. Amen. <laughs> I cried on the broadcast before. <laughs> Glory to God. So. I'm not there yet. <laughs> Do we need church? Yes. Yeah. Yes. That was the same answer we had 45 minutes. <laughs> we told you we're going to end it there. It never changed. Same, same thing. But we gave you a bunch of promises, though. Amen. It's so. in the word. Like, you can't argue with well, the word of God. Well. Well, you could, but you'd lose. If you're sitting there and you haven't been in church, Father, right now, we just pray. Lord, open their eyes. Let them see the truths that we talked about today. Lord, let them be strengthened with all your might to be planted in the body where you would plant them. Father, we praise you. We thank you. Lord, let them produce fruit and let them supply. Let every joint supply. Father, we praise you. We love you. We thank you and we give you the glory for everything that you're doing in their lives. Lord, let your anointing fall on them now to make that choice. And I task you, I charge you, don't let that anointing fall to the ground. You're feeling an anointing to go be who you're called to be right now. Move on that anointing. Honor that anointing. That anointing is the Lord moving in your heart. And if you'll honor God, he'll honor you. Go be planted in the house of the Lord. Amen. Amen. Right now I'm going to plant myself to y'all's vision of eating a bunch of crackers and as quickly That's as we order. have. And uh, let's pray for Beck because she had yes. a prayer request. Uh, yes. She said, please pray. Let's everybody join. <clears throat> she said, please say a prayer for my son and his wife. Uh, his wife just lost her grandma and he is out of state working and is trying to get home. Yes. All right. So, Father, right now we just, we just declare passage to him. Yeah. Lord, let yeah. grace yeah. and peace hit them, and Lord, may your love and may, may your provision be manifested now in their lives in Jesus' name. 
Thank you, Father, for making a way. Where there was no way, make a way, Lord, in Jesus' name. Amen. Glory Amen. to God. So be it. It's done. Amen. Hallelujah. Give us the testimony when it happens. I want to hear it. Hallelujah. Will you bring Amen. us the plate of crackers and the sleeve of crackers? Now, what are we doing? We're in a minute. We're going to eat as many crackers as we can. Correct. And we're going to eat them one at a time. So one gone. You two. can you can shove like four in there. I I don't. But if I shove six in there and I don't, I don't get them all down, it, it doesn't, doesn't count. count for any. It doesn't count for any. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh-huh. I put six on there to start with, but I feel like this we're competitive. I think we had some people hang around just to watch this. Supposedly, this is challenging. Supposedly, this is challenging. I don't know what E. Jade said. Uh, She said something. E. Jade. (laughs) Something about trash. Okay, so according to the internet, we saw... Let's put our bets up there again about how many each person's going to get. Yeah. According to the internet, and as we saw last week, the internet clearly... Never lies. Never lies. No, Pepsi and milk was Paul's favorite drink, which is why he had two cups. Um, <laughs> supposedly, five saltine crackers in a minute without water is challenging. Aw, Abby loves us. She brought us spit buckets. Jade loves us. Jade! Oh, you're so good. Mm. The, how telling of this is the I'll, stupidity I'll of what we're about to do? You know? Or is this to catch the... <laughs> blast of cracker dust. I'm not going to look at either of y'all during this process. I'm not looking anywhere because I feel like intentionally <laughs> Mr. Stallings would be like doing Steven faces. said he can do seven. He can do seven. Well, Steven can do seven. I can do eight. Whoa. Has Steven done seven or is this him just like prophesying right. over his life? I mean, I got a few here. Let's see. If you said, all right, one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. All right, give me one to make it ten. Okay. I don't know Cracker if I'm confident dust. enough for 10. Mark, you said I'm looking for that. Okay, I've got a total of 13. I'm going for Passion of Coles. Whoa. Wow. Wow. My okay. original six and then my additives. Okay. Jose said the challenge is if you do it at the same time, it will dry out your mouth right away. So if you put all five of them in your mouth at one time, what are we, are we going with whatever? You just got to, you got to clear have extras. them. Yep, you've got to clear them. Got to clear them. Got to be swallowed. Yep. So I have a timer. All right. right. Okay. One minute. One minute. That's not very long. It's not. All right. Are we ready? Ready. Do we need to drink? Are we going one at a time? However you want to do it. No, we're doing it all at the same time. All right, ready? Jade. Jade's like waiting for our cracker. Coffee before this was a. All right. We ready? Okay. Ready. Ding ding ding. Go. It's not going to go well. <laughs> nope. <laughs> mm-hmm. I see it on your face. Two. Mm. 
Six seconds. Dang it, I ain't gonna swallow. I thought I was joking. <laughs> I so badly wanted to get five. <laughs> oh I had my five. goodness. <laughs> I had five down as it went off. I got one crunch in the six. <laughs> I realized I made a mistake. <laughs> <laughs> I almost cleared my original stack. All righty. John Marky, Napier do you want me to said, chew again? I thought I was tuning in at a minute and three seconds. It looks like I'm an hour and three minutes late. <laughs> Marky said, I can hear you chewing from here. Becca said, nom, 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 nom. How many did you get? Three, but here's what happened. <laughs> see, what, see what happened what was. What had happened was. That's good. When I messed up, that's good. I don't hear nobody. Um, I got the third one in, and I went. I don't think I'm going to be able to swallow all of these. <laughs> like it already had dried out. I should have done one at a time mm -hmm. and swallowed them first. Jose but was I just right. kept putting them in. So. The little thing under your tongue that you can flick and get like the spit. More juice. Yeah, that's what I was doing. I'd get the ball like crack it to the side. How many did you get? What? I got almost down. six. I got you five, five swallowed. Down. That's good. Nice job. You got five in your mouth? No, I had five down. Five down? Yep. That's good. I did not. Paul and I were talking before the broadcast started about how saltines were our food of choice and economic status a lot. <laughs> Everything on crackers. Tuna, canned we were, chicken. I wasn't I We wasn't were also talking about how Paul and I really. missed, the, missed the moment on ramen. Like, saltine crackers and ramen were our food in college as young adults, and now they're selling ramen. Bye, Jade. Bye, Jade. I Bye. love you. Adios. But now Love they're you. selling ramen for like twelve dollars. What? Yeah, like there's ramen restaurants around, like oh. where it's. But that. still, though, it's. Think of that market. <laughs> a ten cent back of ramens. Twelve bucks. <laughs> those so, those waiters don't get paid minimum wage. <laughs> so there's clearly something we can do with saltine crackers that that That's would a great be similar. Point. You know what? There is a dessert that Nicole has made out of mm -hmm. crackers, and it was good. It mm -hmm. was really good. It's like. Uh, Crap. I bet you Johnny right? Shaver could come up with something. I know he could. He'd, She's done a couple, like putting yeah. marshmallows on top yeah. and then the chocolate well, on top. Well, that was one I grew up on, that, and that's really good. So you put a marshmallow on top of a cracker, and then you put it in the oven and bake it at like 300 or something like that, and you wait till it turns golden brown. The thing puffs up, you know, like Stay Puff Marshmallow Man. And you take that thing out, and it's like that melted marshmallow mixed in with the salt of the saltine. Oh, I grew up on it. Yeah, you might be like... That just sounds poor. Well, there you go. That's what I grew up on. <laughs> you get creative. You know what? I still to this day one of my favorite desserts. She's like, "Hey, you want me to put some marshmallows?" Yes, I do. <laughs> <laughs> Please do that. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, so so there's something to do with salt. Yes. So five was difficult. Five See, was difficult. The people that hung around, they just learned a new dessert. That think about that. Do you know how much that costs for that dessert? Like 10 cents. You should market that at Boomfest. <laughs> Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> well. I don't know how to go from there. <laughs> I lost. Come to church, see what you learned? I know. That's amazing. <laughs> way, to, way to tie. Way to tie. <laughs> Good job.
Good job. You did good. Amen. Y'all both did. I did horrible. It's all right. You did not do horribly. Uh, I did. <laughs> I didn't get down any. I put had three in any? my mouth. I couldn't get them all down. I once, didn't know you didn't get down any. Once I had all three of them in there, it, it was, was too over. much. Yeah, it was, it too, was much. too much. I couldn't get it. I understand. So, I went well, one, two. I had to crunch stuff and everything, but anyway. Well, the okay. internet won today. Yes. I have ideas for next week, so you're going to have to tune in hey. next week. Hey. You know what? We went over 500. I know. I thought about that. We need morning. to decide what sort of party we party. were going to have. Whoop, whoop. We need to figure that out. Hey. We're going to do something for 500 We're going to give away some stuff. Yeah, we are. Hallelujah. Amen. Well. Amen. Saltines and marshmallows. Come to the church during a <laughs> recording, and we'll hand them right out to you. Boom. <laughs> we love you guys. Thank you for joining. Hey, share it. Well, we talked about do we need church. We need church more than ever because yeah. the word says it. As the time draws near, make sure more than ever that you do that. And, uh, man, don't fill up on crackers. We've got to go eat some. <gasps> i got to go to work. you got to go to work. Well, uh, you better start eating some crackers. I am. Um, <laughs> so, anyway, we love you. And uh, share the broadcast and help <laughs> people to receive what they need in church by helping them to know that they should be there by sharing the broadcast. And uh, we love you. We pray for you. Y'all pray for me. Saltine almost came out of his nose. <laughs> Crackers? No, we do it. That was now it's really hard to chew it. Correct? Many balls and I was like, mm. My dick's not working. This is reaping all of the times that I've spit on Marky. I'm, I'm, I'm reaping this now. Like, no, everybody's so uninteractive today. I'd be laughing. Nobody's laughing. Maybe they're laughing so hard the tears are blinding that their eyes. They can't, can't even hit the yeah. button. I'm going to believe that's what it was. <laughs> they're, they're probably just sitting there at work listening. <laughs> Good job. Keep working. Amen. <laughs> Love you. Bye-bye. Have a great day. Listen to our cool music. I'm dancing in anticipation.